You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Ozark. This is episode two of season one, Blue Cat. This story was written by Bill Dubuque and Mark Williams. And the teleplay was written by Bill Dubuque. Directed by Jason Bateman, who plays our title character, Marty Bird. I gave this episode a 7.8 out of 10. It wasn't as strong as its uh, opener, but that's to be expected. We're to get to know these characters a little bit more. There were things that I did really enjoy, but overall, I'm never going to be a huge fan of younger generation stories. Hopefully, this one gets a little bit better for me, but when you focus on the kids and not the adults, man, I go back to PTSD Carl days in The Walking Dead. Like, just stay in the fucking house, Carl. Stay in the house. So that's kind of put a damper on some of my enjoyment, but I do like where we're going. It also has a realistic aspect to it that is, uh, you know, (laughs) authentic to Confederation South, which is clearly where they are now located. Although I don't know where Ozarks are, if this is a real place or not. I didn't Google it, but I know what we're working with (laughs) just based on some of the interactions we've had with some of the townsfolk. We start with breakfast at Motel 6. Marty tells them, like any business, this is a transition period for them. And family is like a business and they need to limit their spending. Charlotte's like, what the hell's going on? I mean, what the hell is going on? And I don't blame her for that. You can't just up me and <laughs> my entire life in less than 24 hours and we don't even have an explanation. Something's going on, but you're not telling me. I usually get mad at kids, but she's 15. So, you know, she is going to wonder, at least give her something about what is going on, even if it's a lie. And that's where I was at a loss at why they just don't lie to these kids because it's not like they need to know the truth but maybe that was just a parent type of thing (laughs) but you already doing illegal activity i don't know we'll get to the end of it but their job is to protect their shit and not lose the remote since looking for that last night you know all over the room was a bit of a ordeal and he doesn't want to go through that again I like that they still have those realistic aspects of a family like why the fuck do you keep losing the remote we also saw in a previous scene that everyone else was sleeping and marty was not so he's got a lot on his mind a lot of responsibility and he's trying not to lose his damn mind in the process of this transition wendy offers to get a job when both of them drive away in the van But Marty tells her that her master's degree is two decades old and will only get her a McDonald's job since it comes with no actual work experience. And at least she did offer to put herself out there like I should get a job. I get it though. I'm still pissed off that you had an affair on me and then tried to steal all of my money. And it comes out in this argument that they have. That piece of paper her degree basically can just be a status my sister is a felon with a bachelor's degree i don't have a bachelor's degree but she does and she's a felon do you think that bachelor's degree does anything for her after she gets (laughs) a mark on her record or anything else like don't work for 10 or something years i do think that depending on what her bachelor or master's degree is in she might be able to find something she thinks they need to come up with a tale for the kids since they can sense his mood and the edge in his voice. Then because why not start the argument goes into full justification mode saying don't you dare get all comfortable on your cross up there because we need to focus on the fact that an innocent man died. Okay his name was Gary. Fuck your friend Bruce that died right in front of you and got liquid liquefied i'm talking about my personal feelings right now about gary a good man who had two grown sons that she never met but he was a good father and she knew that from the two times a week she would call him sugarwood and let him fuck her only it's only game why you have to be mad then she tells him look you are not blameless in all of this people cheat it's not unique (laughs) 
is better than the whole I'm so sorry with that face she had on because this is how you if you are a cheater then this is how you react you're like look I fucking did it I can be sorry for it but we both know I'm not sorry about it not really because clearly after I cheated I, I planned on dipping on you in your time of need and that's what he points out to her he says now that you've pointed out how I should feel bad about your dead lover can you get the cheapest home possible and focus on the goal at hand because twenty thousand dollars is all that we got right now to our name so don't be reckless and talk to me before you sign any documents which she did not do then admits yeah you're right i'm to blame for bruce i was in charge of numbers my bad but i was distracted by the fact that i was paying for classes and covering your affair and realized belatedly that i was being made a fool of but worse was that you emptied our fucking bank accounts knowing that i needed that damn money and that i was going to die if i did not produce said money so your lover smacking the sound of your lover smacking the pavement is the only thing that keeps me or gets me going to sleep at night kiss my he tells her we are no longer married we are business partners whose job is the kids her slapping though and then punching him when he has every right to be wanting to do the same i mean i thought he and i could have laughed and i would have probably it's not okay to hit a woman but in that moment if she would have slapped me and he slapped her back i would have been like "Uh, that's what you deserved (laughs) but he can't do that and then for you to be all like i'm offended because you just told me exactly how it was girl get the fuck out the car wendy is a trash ass person but she also doesn't pretend like she isn't a trash ass person although she tries to think she's not a trash ass person but she also has this attitude that i quite enjoy because she owns the fact that she is a trash ass person so she's gonna fit with the rest of the people around here i feel like because they're all a little deceptive trying to all get theirs yeah she's gonna do well in this new environment she meets sam dermody he gets busted with some peanut butter and his dog doing something nasty because we saw him getting off and then she's like i don't give a fuck water your girl i need a house charlotte at least follows directions letting no one in the room and she's like leave them towels outside the door there's worse places to be than a pool that doesn't have water but why does not the pool have water it's summer it's not winter should have fucking water and then we have uh marty going to public records and this bitch talking about how she went to oprah in 97 because she thought she was gonna get some free swag then she gonna say and they had a whole bunch of colored folks in the audience oh hell no so that totally explains why i see no black people in this show (laughs) because they either be in jail on a cross or being uh used by someone and i don't want to see that so the thing about racist people is why do y'all use our lingo and yet be racist she's like i don't even understand what they was mad about police i think then she starts equating her struggle to ours people legit be talking like this and that's why i was like this is some authentic ass writing right here (laughs) because i totally believe if you went anywhere down the south they would just bring up this like marty is not interested he probably did all he said was probably hello and i'm from chicago and this is all he got afterwards he's like "Uh uh-huh i'm not paying no attention to you and you can't correct her what are you gonna say uh you saying color folks oh my god i'm in the deep fucking south this is what they talk like so he is looking for some struggling businesses that he can invest money in so that he can start the laundering operation that he promised his first attempt is a storage business that is delinquent on their property taxes the owner is also being sued he don't seem to care he's like um look would you like to rent this storage space for a hundred dollars a month because that's all the business that we're going to be doing i did really enjoy the dramatic music for the adults as we have a montage of him trying to you know get people to accept his offer of investment and then we have 
on the other hand wendy trying to find a home and everything is just not okay there's one with roaches and she walks out (laughs) one he pulls up to and he's like yeah back all the way up because i'm not even going in there charlotte gets distracted by wyatt who comes over and says that he is a college student he's only working at the motel because his dad wants him to to get some life experience he then says his father was a lawyer and she's just like her mother because she went off with him based on that very loose information and that tells you all you need to know about charlotte she was all put off until he mentioned oh i'm going to college you know my dad's a lawyer we're going waterboarding okay that sounds so much better than actually doing what my daddy told me to do marty is trying a strip club now who likes uh playing girls because we see that a couple of guys are really enjoying this pregnant woman's performance and he's like marty that is why don't you have pretty girls in here so that you can get more business because you should totally have more business being the only strip club in the area but he says i like plain janes because they have more work ethic you mean you get to abuse the plain janes and the women that are desperate for a job and who will be seven months pregnant on stage popping their titties out for the men even though i don't know why she had panties on you already putting everything else out there that was nasty (laughs) but he is an asshole he's probably already doing some money washing for somebody else because he says i want 25 percent cut otherwise get the fuck out because i know exactly what you're doing and of course he would he runs a strip club sam shows her wendy a lakefront property that is way under her budget but this property clearly belongs to someone else named buddy who is sickly and he comes with said property on the lake they go out on a boat do some waterboarding wyatt charlotte and his brother three why did they name that boy three please don't tell me they call him three because he was the third child (laughs) jonah stays in the room trying to do his duty like his daddy told him to but he's bored and he's a child so he grabs the valuables he thinks he is protecting and i like that though he was like okay i'm gonna leave but i'm gonna take the stuff with me that's a good thought process except the real valuables was in the luggage underneath the bed and he starts going out and exploring by himself buddy is not only misogynistic when we meet him but he is going to stay in the basement until he dies because he has heart failure he'll be alive for a year maybe 18 months and has priced the property to reflect the fact that he wants to die in his own home in the basement and then you can have it afterwards he tells wendy look woman when she asked and that was a quite weird question do you have any children a boy and a girl how you don't even ask me about the boy you're like uh how old's the girl 15 why are you a child molester <laughs> no uh if she's gonna put her period sticks down the toilet you're gonna have to clean that shit up what oh no he didn't but he's like look if you want it let's sign some papers if you don't <laughs> it's nice meeting you but she comes back and says 18 months huh 18 months i would have taken that property too y'all could just go ahead and abuse this old man once the paperwork is signed it's signed what y'all gonna do what he he gonna do on the lake when they are spotted by what do you call these people boat police charlotte realizes that she has been lied to why it is not at all what he said he was they have her put on a life uh, vest so that they can toss her overboard (laughs) so that the officer is forced to pick her up and then they leave jonah explores the town and then finds a friend in tuck the sheriff then calls the birds and tries to shake them down for payment of the boat rotor that the other boys had messed up they're like um look we are not about to pay for something because you don't want to have the people responsible 
held accountable you just want to get the tourists to pay for the damage marty went the whole i'm gonna curse your ass out route and then wendy's like guess what we pay taxes here because we just bought a house so there you go also marty we bought a house just so you you know i was supposed to discuss it with you but i didn't do that so Wyatt and three and their dad russ are known criminals around here the longmores but their sister ruth whose criminality is yet untapped she is also a b and e magician and marty is beginning to become worried when he asks for a photo of her realizes that this bitch has stolen dell's cash when he goes back to the hotel and looks in the bag one is full the second's full but the third is not she was the housekeeper chick it was all a scam between all three of the little kids teenagers whatever young adults marty really is a cool dude because anyone else would have been throwing shit screaming yelling i did laugh when wendy was like come on come on guys get up get the fuck up out the room <laughs> like you don't even want to see what's about to happen to his face when he opens this damn suitcase charlotte comes in crying says she knows where they are just not how to get there and i like the way marty he even chastises his child very properly like i don't ask you for much do i i really just don't ask you for much he then rents a boat under the guise of fishing to retrieve the cash as she lives with her dad russ longmore out in the boondock somewhere he makes his way to boyd and the others with only a knife it was boyd russ i think i called all the names three ruth and wyatt i also did laugh at him dragging them coolers because i know that had to been just so annoying to drag them up the beach (laughs) then he comes in risks his life and makes it clear that while it seems a really good idea y'all fucking with the cartel yeah google that shit i'm glad they saw the kid in the back like navarro google navarro then he showed the name around he's like yeah i'm gonna need to get that money back and that if you do plan on taking it then you might as well kill me are you guys killers because you're gonna need to kill me you might need to kill one of each other because rue tried to step in and be like i don't give a shit about no taxes how you gonna pay on it how we gonna distribute it i don't care about all that i just want the damn money and we can take care of you but then he's like okay who who's the one that's gonna be blabbing to the police who's the one that's gonna th- blow all their money and then come tapping on your shoulder for some of y'all's in the next week or so okay who is gonna like being hunted for the rest of their life three and wyatt was like deuces fuck that i'm out wyatt's like man i got a kid to feed <laughs> they seem like the low type criminals like they don't come up with the shit then we have the actual um con artist that will take a little bit more risk with boyd and russ saying we're going to take twenty thousand, and that's going to be that and you can figure out how the hell to to square that with your boss and they're gonna blow it on coke you know they are or something flashy to attract attention while ruth who almost swayed the boys to take the gamble tells marty it'd be better if he were dead and we both know it and that she almost had that done he retrieves the money and puts it in a better place than in his hotel room the fbi finds the hansen's truck on the side of the road and the remains of that brutal night only some teeth that were identified as hansen senior roy the fbi agent that was uh working with bruce as the informant or he was the informant roy is transferring to missouri focusing his attention on marty and knows he's up to something illegal his goal is to catch him and make him an informant so that he can seize the cartel's money and make his career then we had that black cop that was with him i forgot his name but i guess they were together together because he says no i mean you and me how are we going to do this and then roy looks at him and says we're not like damn nigga i bought you coffee while contemplating suicide and kissing his kids goodbye because he'd been thinking about it for a while because we saw him on a cliff earlier marty that is he tells jonah all about or jonah tells him all about the blue cat lodge his kind of place 
and he hasn't clicked yet because he's still thinking about the fact that he's going to kill himself he gets wendy up and tells her the plan that he is going to just have an accident off the road he's gonna die she can get the life insurance policy he's done the math then she can take the kids and run away because in a lot of ways he feels this is his fault right and he said this was all really a lie he was never going to be able to wash that much money down here he made a gamble for it but it's not going to pan out and he hopes that his death will satisfy Dell, and he won't have any reason to kill the rest of his family that's what he's most concerned about and wendy's all like oh don't do it think about it but at the same time i'm gonna do my part (laughs) but when he's talking to his investigation or investigator friend the math doesn't even work out for him his death won't even solve the problem which is rather sad because he was like what it just tell me what percentage he needs to know the number that was actually very depressing in the car uh and then he comes back to the room just as wendy has already typed up the email for dell and she's called the sheriff to say you know can you look for him because he doesn't know the roads and he says yeah i wasn't thinking straight and she does cry in the bathroom and it is kind of sad for her because she was thinking i was this damn close to sending this damn email and man like we were so ready to go there and i would have had to explain this shit to my children somehow some way and whatever the case may be going between them you know uh she still loves her children or she still knows that he is the father of her children and that they have a good family because she supports him when he be talking and shit like she don't ever make any like they have problems their family doesn't with the children don't have problems if that makes sense uh and then he asks little man jonah a little bit more about blue cat lodge he goes and sees the owner who is not impressed at all with what he is selling her then he goes back in for a beer and a confrontation happens where someone uses a word that is not okay he's absolutely right i hate that word i hate when people use it it's just it's so wrong and so 1940 something just stop but the owner comes in and just as the conversation is dying down he uh, stirs it back up again and gets the guy to punch him in the face but this type of chivalry does seem to make an impression with the owner just as wendy and the kids are coming to their new home then charlotte says what are we doing here and wendy just hired she's like look motherfuckers your dad launders money for the mexican cartel i shit you not and that's how we ended the episode so these are two things that wendy has done without marty's input and i don't think he's gonna be too happy i feel like you could have made up any type of story though you didn't need to tell him that sure they needed to have some inkling of the importance of their actions and that they are in a situation but i don't know if we need to tell them hey people might show up to kill you type of situation (laughs) he's in finance you could have came up with any other excuse but she didn't feel like it i think she just done i'm tired of playing as if i don't know as if this ain't our life this is our life welcome to it let's get into the feedback Christina is me shy I am here to talk about this new series that we're diving into Ozark um, I missed out on episode one so I'll talk a little bit about both episodes um, since I'm catching up and watching the first two um, today and yeah and i listen to your podcast and i'm with you and mimi um this is not typically the type of show that i would watch um i don't even think i ended up voting i missed out on the voting um so i don't even know which other shows were up for it so well which is fine um yeah i haven't seen was it power i think 
uh, y'all were saying something about a narco. I don't, I don't know what that is. I never heard of that show. Um, never seen Breaking Bad. Never seen Pop said that Power the Queens South Queens. I think that's what y'all said. <laughs> the show is called. So yeah, these drug cartel drug type shows is never been something that I get into, but I am willing to give it a go um, because my girls are watching it. So here I am. Um, and I actually it. it episode one and so far episode two haven't been bad i mean it hasn't been just about you know the drug cartel side of it um so that's been good and i think yeah it was you christina that was talking about how there's you know the fallout from it so we've seen it from another perspective Um, I'm still trying to figure out how Marty even got involved in this whole thing. I don't know if I missed that in them explaining it in in episode one or no, but uh, I don't remember them. It's just he's part of it. So and I know he's the brains and the, the math, the numbers guy and his friend Bruce was the uh was the salesman this who got the sales pitch going and the the one that the, the talker the the wheeler and dealer of the but um after seeing episode two i'm beginning to think that marty can hold his own in that regard as well but i think he just left that side of it to bruce um since that was more his wheelhouse um but yeah <laughs> he's not too shabby when it comes to uh course his way of doing it is a little bit more um matter of fact than anything else um he just gives you like it tells you like it is but yeah i agree with everything both you and mimi said in regards to the wife wendy and her um and her role and all that and everything that went on so i'm not gonna talk too much about that i will say i I don't feel so bad about busting out laughing when um, the Gary guy was, fell to his death because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm not supposed to laugh at this scene, but it's like it, I was more laughing, just like you said, Christina, because of everyone's reaction to the scene, to that, than, you know, Gary dying and, you know, that itself, um, you know, because we got marty you know psyching himself up like you know i'm about to go and go to this guy and i'm about to tell him about himself and and then (laughs) as he's approaching the building that that whole sequence of events so and then he hightailed it out of there yeah i busted out laughing i'm not gonna lie but as for this episode um you know we find them at the ozarks in this cheap motel and you know marty trying to wheel and deal um with the local business people who seem very um i mean i, I mean which again in small town towns they usually are they're not the most friendliest of people to outsiders or you know or people they consider outsiders so um surprise uh, marty's approach to you know to the people and especially especially a lot of them are old school have old school thinking and so i mean i know he doesn't have a whole lot of time to get the ball rolling so he has to um jump in there head first and just see what happens and so yeah i understood why he was doing it it's just that yeah it's gonna be a hard sell to people that don't take too kindly to outsiders we got Wendy trying to find a house for them to live in and uh yeah I don't blame her for uh yeah they, no I'm I'm sorry that one house with the roaches only no not even not even a little bit me and creepy crawler things don't mix so I didn't blame her for hightailing it out of there um so they ended up with this <laughs> 
purchasing a home with a dude in tow, buddy. So that should be interesting how that whole thing works out. Um, what else? Yeah, I'm, uh, when he told them to stay at the, at the, um, the motel and to watch over everything and then Charlotte ended up leaving and then Jonah, I'm sorry, but yeah, uh, that, that would have, I would, that's a beat that ass moment because that's one thing I will say, I am definitely one for not having my kids just think they could do whatever they want whenever they want and especially when I tell them to do something I expect it to be done I mean that's just point blank uh call that being a black mama call that whatever you want to call it but yeah that that kind of attitude and that kind of uh mm -mm, especially (laughs) of course in this case I wouldn't be I wouldn't have eight million dollars just tucked away under my bed but the point is when I tell you to do something, I expect it to be done in the story. So, but of course, we're talking their kids and Charlotte ends up uh, <clears throat> getting, what's the word for it, hustled. We find out it's a family affair, the Langmores, how uh, they tricked her. The one dude, Wyatt, tricked her into leaving and the Ruth girl goes into I guess I mean I, I don't know if it's that their thing if they had they were suspicious or somehow the way they were acting that they um, suspected that they have valuable stuff in there. Well, then again, Charlotte was saying no, just leave the towels on the outside, so that immediately raised their suspicion that there was something valuable inside the room to where they had to go and investigate it, and they came up with this elaborate scheme to get them away from the room so it almost didn't work because Jonah didn't want to go but he ended up I think he should have made it clear um for both of them to go with the white guy but he didn't he just made it seem like you know he only wanted Charlotte so I mean it would make sense that she would assume that or he maybe he thought that because Charlotte wanted to go she would bring Jonah with her I don't know anyway ended up working out and because Jonah left as well and so yeah and then we see Marty who contemplates suicide because he feels like that's the only way to get out of the situation I was wondering what he was doing at first when he was looking over the edge and then I figured it out when he threw that half a sandwich um down the thing off the cliff I should say and um yeah and uh I guess Wendy cares after all because she was devastated about him and about the plan of him killing himself and them getting their life insurance money I mean heck that's what she practically was gonna I mean was gonna do anyway well was gonna happen I should say anyone in that first episode if she took that money that he was gonna need to give to um Dale and ran off with the kids. Uh, what, he, what did she think was gonna happen to Marty? Uh, he was gonna get dead. So that that whole thing with her crying and carrying on and not wanting him to commit suicide, that seemed weird to me. I don't know, uh, maybe it was genuine, maybe she felt it, but I just felt like, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that of the stunt she pulled in episode one, I would have felt it more, but no I I mean it was like you literally almost got him killed the previous episode <laughs> so I don't know anyway <clears throat> question for the room did that realtor dude really was putting peanut butter on his penis and having that dog lick it off or am I tripping because if that's the case ew that is so fucking gross and then question for the room again why was there a pregnant stripper (laughs) on the (coughs) excuse me on the stage do men i guess there are men that find that attractive i guess 
having a pregnant stripper on the stage <laughs> i don't know i would think that wouldn't be good for business but i guess that's me the only thing i would say about the fbi angle of it um i'm thinking that surely marty knows that he didn't just get away scot-free and that fbi weren't going to be suspicious of his activities i mean i don't think he figured that they would find the bodies that was kind of quick i will say that i'm surprised that they found them so quick that they didn't do more to dispose of the bodies aside from the acid i'm like dispose of the barrels or put the barrels somewhere where they can't be found for a while because they found them pretty quick so and of course um the father hansen's teeth weren't all the way dissolved Ugh, gross anyway um so that was quick turnaround to them finding out what happened to uh bruce liz and the hansen father and son duo so um yeah so um i'm on board this train uh i hope it doesn't get too weird like i said i'm not normally um want to watch these types of shows but i am intrigued and i did enjoy the first two episodes so yeah we shall see what happens on that note i will call it so much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy i was queen shy with her feedback on the episodes uh what was the one i was gonna say i was laughing out loud when you were saying it oh the one where it was like why is there a pregnant girl at a strip club <laughs> girl let me bust your bubble real quick that shit is real people really do be having it depends on your your hood too down in the south i believe it a hundred percent because they're doing other shit but yes this is the thing that they have like the clubs open monday through friday do you really think they got prime real estate out there monday through friday monday through um thursday no that's where the all of your um shit i keep stepping on this thing and i can't help it i need something underneath my on my foot so i don't just touch that but um what was i saying oh about people monday through yeah those are what do he call them their niche crowd where they have those types of of uh yeah like weird ass shit like putting peanut yes he was putting peanut butter on his dick and letting his uh puppy eat it off of his dick that's exactly what he was doing (laughs) they didn't say it explicitly but all the evidence was there uh yeah that's gross and disgusting and i can see someone who's not getting anything from anyone that's exact and you're in love with your dog yeah that's that's gross it's not healthy or okay but it definitely happens and then you were talking about them finding so the reason why they were found so quickly in my opinion is because i don't think that marty knows that they're under fbi surveillance he didn't know that uh bruce was an informant so they probably wouldn't have found the body so quickly if the fbi hadn't been already involved and wanting to know where their informant was at least uh the roy guy wanted to know so he's out there actively looking and he gotta ditch the truck somewhere i mean they the the important part is to make sure you don't find the bodies so they did exactly what they needed to do they needed to hide the truck somewhere put it somewhere where those bodies would quickly be dissolved and the only thing evidence they found really was uh that possibly senior was killed and that's all it they don't have any evidence that bruce is dead they don't have any evidence that junior's dead uh they just have soup but they do know and got confirmation that senior hansen is dead but yeah there's not much you can do when a business is like that eventually someone their family whatever is going to know that they're missing within 24 to 48 hours so that i mean i didn't think it was that quick (laughs) to find them uh in relative to time where marty and them have gotten out it's been maybe a week since they've gotten down there uh at the most three or four days but the other thing you said which did make me laugh out loud which is exactly how i feel if i tell you to do something 
don't fucking not do it like that yeah i don't like that either (laughs) it's not something i allow my child to do like if i say don't open the door don't open the fucking door it's it's when you give these kids this and it's not to say kids don't fuck up though because there's that as well kids fuck up they just they can't help themselves they're bored they don't know the full extent of how serious the situation is so then they go well what's the big deal if i go out and do water boring and have a life of my own but of course it is a big deal you dumbass because there's eight million dollars in there but they didn't know that but and then the other kid tried he really did try he's like i grabbed the, the tennis bracelet i grabbed all the laptop he was so cute i really like jonah a lot charlotte not so much but i'm glad that you are on board with this show i think it's gonna be okay um <laughs> it's it's not a show where it's like hey here's the drug dealers they're horrible people look at them do terrible things to innocent people that's the kind i don't like i'm never gonna be up in the narcos where it's just you know ain't no story to be told for there i know exactly who uh that motherfucker was because i watched the true life documentary (laughs) pablo escobar i know exactly who pablo escobar was and he was not a nice dude so uh i guess that's all the thoughts i have on your feedback and we'll hear what queen mimi has to say what up, Christina? It's Mimi sending in feedback for Ozark, uh, season one, episode two. So let me just start this by saying that um, I am not going to like Wendy. I can tell you that already. She is a, as you put it, Christina, a Trump wife and a cunt. And I cannot stand her. Just off jump, when she hit um, Marty, she, it looked like she slapped him, then she punched him in the face. I do not condone violence at all, especially men abusing women. But if he would have like muffed her or like shoved her or even like punched her in the throat, I would have maybe turned a, a blind eye because she has some fucking caudacity. Like everything he said to you was true and you're being a fucking bitch like why should he care that your boyfriend got fucking murdered it it was better than his kids being murdered it was better than him being murdered it was better than you being murdered and i really seriously feel like her boyfriend was into some shit like because i feel like first of all for him to take the news of marty being a money launderer for the um, mexican cartel he took it pretty like for him to be a lawyer he took the news fairly well almost as if he knew it already so i seriously don't think he was as innocent as they want us to believe but that is yet to be determined i just have a feeling that some other shit was going on and that's why he took a nosedive out of his window and the fact that he advised her to take money like he couldn't advise her to like put it in an offshore account but to take it knowing that he needed marty needed that money like i I told you how i felt about that like that was some really underhanded shit and the thing that is like that i personally can't get over is the fact that she knows it's not like she doesn't know who he's laundering money for she knows is the mexican cartel and she knows that he was super close to being murdered and put into a barrel of acid she knows because he told her so you stealing this money who's to say he's not gonna go after your children so you just said fuck everybody i'm only gonna care about myself like like that in itself i cannot i can't i just cannot comprehend like i don't understand how she can expect him not to be angry about that and then for you to hit him at least punch him in the stomach or in the chest not on his face when you know he has to go make an impression trying to get this money laundered with these redneck hillbilly ass fools like i just i really i 
I don't think it's. I know it's only been two episodes, but I find it hard to believe that she's gonna be redeemable. Cause everything she's done thus far makes me hate her. So she has a lot of digging to do before I can even tolerate her raggedy ass. At this point, she could probably die, and I'll feel bad for the kids that they lost their mom. But I wouldn't feel bad for her. I would kind of enjoy it. And at this point, I don't even care how bad that sounds because she's just constantly being a bitch like the whole episode even when he was willing to kill himself for her and her kids even after what she did to him and i i get it you don't want your kids to see you cry but she didn't even acknowledge that he was back and he didn't kill himself she just took her raggedy ass back into the damn bathroom and had a nervous breakdown i really don't like her and you know and since we're on a topic of people i don't like charlotte need her little ass whoop. somebody needs to get out of belt and spank her ass like i i'm a really i feel like i'm a pretty chill parent but my son is nine he'll be 10 in april so i have about a month and a half before i have a 10 year old and i think at that point he'll be a preteen. i hear from my other friends with teenage kids the teenagers are pretty moody and i remember how i was I don't think I was that bad, but I do remember being moody. And, you know, I used to have mood swings that I didn't even honestly know why I was mad. So I get it. But I don't ask Derek for a lot of stuff. I don't ask him to do a lot. I I feel like the bar is very, very low on the things I expect him to do. So if I tell you to keep your dumb ass in this room, I don't give a shit how bored it is. You stay in this room and you if you leave this room, I want you to be at that the raggedy ass pool i know there ain't no water in it and you can't swim in it but you could sit there or you could sit in the room those are your two options and i promise you if i come home and i could tell he has left and he didn't do what i told him to do i'm gonna whoop his ass i don't i think i before before derek um i would say before he was two i spanked him maybe twice and it just didn't do anything. So I learned to not even waste my energy. And now that he's older, I feel like there's, instead of me beating him, there's way more things that I can do to punish him because there's things I can take away. There's things I can really make him miserable with. So I feel like that's more of a sustainable punishment. But let Derek had done what Charlotte did. And I, and I don't blame their son because he's younger and he was up by himself he was like well she's off making friends i want to make friends so i honestly don't blame him but charlotte what is she 15 bitch you knew what you was doing and at this point you're crying isn't gonna help and i do like i agree what they did to get her out of jail out of or i guess custody i would have done the same thing especially with the the delinquents that y'all know y'all know they're in trouble y'all know they did it but because they can't afford it you're not gonna go after them that's some bullshit my child is new here and she was clearly misled to believe that that was their like side note i think she's a fucking idiot to believe that that crusty dirty malnutrition boy was the son of a lawyer first of all i have never met no fucking wasp in my life that want their child to do manual labor a blue collar job please he would have got his dumbass son a, a little quirky easy little internship at his law firm where he got to wear a suit and tie and follow his ass around so for her dumbass to believe that that dirty greasy ass boy was was doing a job because his lawyer daddy made him bitch please like you deserve to get played because you're fucking stupid that's neither here nor there I would have done the same thing they did to get my kid off. But when we got home, I would have I would have whooped her ass so bad and so long she would have been able to sit down. Like seriously. Like you and at this point, I feel like I would have told her the truth. Like now we all going to die because you didn't got all of our money stolen. Let me tell you why we left. Because a Mexican drug dealer in the cartel almost murdered me. He killed he killed your uncle whatever the hell dude raggedy ass name was and they put him in a barrel of acid so now we're here trying to get his money back and if i don't get the money back he's gonna kill us all at this point you should just put it all on the table ain't no need to hide in it 
Now, I didn't want to put you, I didn't want to put this burden on you, but since you don't want to fucking listen, this is where we are, and this is what you just fucking did. And let me go see if I can get our money back, otherwise we all are dead. Now, I'm not saying that they should say that to the little boy, but he should have told Charlotte the truth. I want to know what you did, because I gave you one fucking job just to keep your dumb ass in here. And not only do you leave, but you get your dumb ass in trouble. Like, bitch, seriously? Like... He let her off the hook real easy. And I know he was planning on killing himself and he had other things on his mind, but he should have dragged the shit out of her because I seriously feel like in those circumstances, that's the only way to get the motherfuckers to learn. When I tell you to do something, fucking do it. And I am not one of those parents that be like, it's because I said so. When I tell you to do something, I give Derek valid ass reasons. And I'm okay. Like, I'm a strong believer that you should understand why. I want you to be critically thinking when you're a fucking nine-year-old. So I tell Derek all the time, and he knows if he has a question about it, he can ask me. And I'm not going to give him one of them ask nine answers like my mom my mom did because I said so. No, it's because you're nine and we don't know this place. I don't know where we are. I don't know these people. And we have stuff in this room that anybody could come in and steal. You can't trust people. I can trust you, so I want you to sit your little narrow behind in this room and don't answer the door and don't do anything. As soon as we get a house, you can explore. As soon as I figure out where we're going to live and I trust the neighborhood and I see where we are, you can go out. But right now, look around us, son. We in the fucking ghetto. No, you can't leave here. You can sit your ass in that room and watch TV or be on the phone and don't post shit. Like, that should have been the end of it. I do feel like, though, that that the little she they all everybody in this whole town looks disgusting <laughs> but the little I think her name is Ruth the little skinny she's really short with the blonde hair and she don't want to sold the money I feel like he can use her because she's very she's clever she clearly I don't she, I don't think she it doesn't sound like she's a meth head or a drug user she's just a klepto but she seems pretty smart so I do, I do like, I don't necessarily say I like her, but I feel like she could be useful. And I, from the look on Marty's face, I think he might feel the same way. But I, I guess I'm just jumping the gun. She just seems like the kind of low life he needs. <laughs> and her family's too stupid, but they can be muscle, which could come in handy as well. Side note, this town, <laughs> I can tell you right off jump that my black ass would never step foot there because I only heard two comments that were fairly subtle racist but that those people are the ones that's what they openly say so I I can't trust it I'm sorry the one guy said uh the 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 the, the old guy who's dying who they trying to to live with said uh, my cardiologist said such and such he's a dot head but other than that I can trust him like what the fuck he went to medical school who gives a shit what his religion is a dot head you fucking hillbilly and that's the shit he said about Charlotte and her period and then for her to just go ahead and sign a lease now I just I want her to be aware the doctors give people estimates a person could die before that or they could die long long after that I remember my my father-in-law before he passed away just in January he passed away a year ago he was diagnosed with cancer and they told him he had a year I think he lived like four years past when they told him to that he would and it wasn't until he just stopped being treated he just didn't want to be treated anymore and his cancer got too bad that he finally passed away but at that point like his his life um I guess what's the word I'm looking for? Oh my god, it took me a long time to think of that word. Life quality um, was really poor, and I feel like at that point he was ready to die. But four years ago, and it, and then even before that, when Derek, when I found out I was pregnant with Derek, he was sick. Because I remember um, the day Darren and I were gonna tell his parents that I was pregnant, he got his dad was in the hospital, and Derek's nine. He died when Derek was before Derek turned nine. So Derek was eight. So, I mean, she's an idiot to think that just because the doctors say a year to 18 months that she that that's all. I hope his ass 
alive in season four because that's what her stupid ass get marty told her dumb ass do not buy anything or do not put any money down without talking to me first and i feel like because she's a cunt she just wanted to do the opposite of what he says she just i don't know if maybe maybe she's mad that she has a master's degree or whatever the fuck she went to school for and she she decided to stay home and raise the kids and i feel like that's a problem that y'all should have talked about before you got married i hate it when women act like this you could have the right like those fucking trump women who go to law school meet their husband and you you pass the bar but then you stay home bitch why did you spend all that money and go to law school not to not to use it like that's so stupid you went to school got a master's degree got a master's degree just to stay at home and now you mad about it that ain't his fault when your kids went to school you could have easily got a job now it's 15 years later and now you want to throw that that master's degree bitch it's expired okay it don't count your master's degree don't mean shit because you ain't got no experience fucking using it and that's what they will tell your dumb ass when you try to apply for any job with your useless ass piece of paper that's 15 years old with nothing to back it up shut the hell up i i really don't like her and i and i hope that they don't try to make her worse before they make her better because if she does anything further than what she's already done i don't i'm gonna really be wishing her death every fucking episode and i don't want that for 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 the mother of these two kids <laughs> i really don't like her at all like i could probably rant for 45 minutes about why she raggedy as hell oh <sighs> i don't like her at all anywho i think i've gone on long enough i talked about all my points um i do not understand anything about money laundering so i don't understand how he's gonna try and talk to someone like you get to keep 100 percent of your profits but i'm an investor like that don't make sense he should have went with the the titty bar because at least that dude knew what he was getting into and it would have worked out and i'm sure he could have changed the clientele a little bit and if he wouldn't then he could just pull his money out like seems like that would have been the most like the most convenient thing to do I don't know if he would be able to come up with $8 million worth of uh, profit, but um, I'm thinking, though, this bar is supposed to be it. It does look like it has potential, but I just don't understand what he's planning on doing, and I don't understand how he's planning on talking people into investing, because it to me, it doesn't make sense. I would be like, something doesn't add up here. What you want doesn't make sense. How are you making money? And I know you're not going to help me unless it's helping you so i'm gonna need you to explain more and then at that point i i don't think i would do money laundering it seems real dangerous especially when i find out it's for the cartel so i would pass but i guess we'll see so i am enjoying this show so far so um and i and i think jason bateman is wrote uh part of this script i'm not sure i didn't write any notes so i don't remember 100 percent but can't wait to hear what you say and i and i know shy sent some feedback so i'm pretty excited about this so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode <laughs> we did share some of the same thoughts though we did share some of the same thoughts uh the first being yes why Wendy punched him in the face? I will not know because he told you straight and you didn't like hearing your, hearing it in, in plain English. Uh, you try to come up with all this. Oh, what about, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what you did. I don't care about your fucking lover that you took my money and was, and that kind of go back to what shy was saying like you knew he was gonna die why was you so concerned at this point it feels like wendy's one of those people that does not jump from one tree until she's got her ass firmly attached to another tree she all he she has left now is him so of course she she needs another tree she doesn't have a tree branch right now to to move her own ass to so she doesn't want to lose the one stable part of her life that she has and her kids is going to be like what happened to daddy and it does seem as if he is the one that keeps his family together and not her so what does that look like for her afterwards i think there's a lot to be learned about wendy and yes i do believe that she is a trash ass character but for some reason i don't i hate her but i i won't say i hate her because i don't hate her yet 
but I understand why you say you despise her because I do feel that but I also think she's interesting to watch because she's gonna be out for numeral numeral number one and she gonna make have to make hard decisions at some point they're gonna be a team but clearly from what we see at where they started this whole operation my feeling and there's four seasons of the show is that at some point she gonna want to go back to team a and if someone can convince her like this other lawyer dude can convince her then that's all it's gonna take for her to turn on marty and that's i think the bottom line of what this whole entire introduction to this family and wendy is about is that yes we are a partnership we are a business but at one point is she not gonna want her business partner (laughs) and she seems a lot more cutthroat than he is and that's problematic because he's very smart um i do feel though wendy is the type of person even if gary was in i don't think he personally he was into anything with dell i think that he was a problem because he got up in this girl's ear and then he was able to influence her and Dale was like oh no and then made her pay for that pay for taking that money that's really his money pay for what you're doing to marty yeah that that was all about punishing her and doing something for marty (laughs) in a way um more so than it was about any personal dealing or involvement he probably was shady to a certain extent in his own life but i think she just attracted the shady ass men i'd love to know how marty got involved in this business because he looks like he, he's a plain jane type of person right he doesn't seem to want all the bigger things in life but she over here living the best lifestyle going to yoga classes and shit the kids is a little spoiled except for jonah and yes i'm with you i blame charlotte jonah is a kid and he didn't know no better and then even him not knowing as much as she know he still at least was like let me grab the shit that is valuable in here she didn't even do that she said fuck it i don't care if that's valuable i'm going off to do my own thing i don't like charlotte i don't like charlotte i can tell you right now now that's the one character i don't like uh because she doesn't have any dimension to her (laughs) she she feels as if she's just like her mother and you are so right you take one look at Wyatt you don't look at him like oh yeah your father's a lawyer <laughs> that boy did not he has so much grease in his hair there's no way no way he wouldn't let you come out dressed like that just and you're completely right he would have had an internship at the office if that's what you needed to do to have a job uh what else uh did you say that i agreed yes this town would not be the town for me because they are clearly yeah they are in the confederate south which this is the funny thing and kind of what dale was talking about like i like the subtle racist commentary that they're making um you know even dale being like oh i gotta worry about chicago because all the fucking mexicans here but it's the fucking white people that are trying to take advantage all the damn time like they can't even do business right (laughs) and then you go down to the south the confederate south and you hear everybody a lot of people's in the shady ass shit if they and they got their cons going whatever you need to do to make that money because they couldn't the south really couldn't get them legitimate fucking businesses so they got to go the other route got all that coastline that's exactly what the fuck goes on in these areas you pay off the local sheriffs and shit that barely ain't doing a job no oversight that's what it is and you will get that when you go into these rural areas versus in a town where you have more police force more money that is given to stopping crime and then you go out and then you go to the the whiter places and they're oh those are the you know ta- those are crime free towns so we're not going to focus on there because there's no black or latinos down there and guess what they all fucking do methamphetamines heroin <laughs> drug trafficking <laughs> so there's definitely a lot of race racial commentary to be made and i think the show is doing a really good job of subtly throwing it in there to be like yeah 
it's here let's not pretend it's not and i trust jason bateman to do it right because i like him and you can definitely tell when he directs because he likes to focus on angles that aren't uh i guess normal angles you would focus in camera work like when he he does a lot of below the waist shots where you're not looking at the face you're actually just looking at the body or you're looking at an angle you wouldn't particularly look at he's just that's his style and i like it it does it brings a realism to it that it's kind of missing when you're on other shows because you don't always get to see people's face you don't always get to see things from a certain perspective you only see that person's perspective so really great directing in this episode i think that's all the comments i had other than the punishment yes i would have whooped his ass whooped her ass too i would have whooped her ass the mama probably talked to her outside but i would have whooped her ass and i too like i kid you not i spanked my daughter too and i was like (laughs) when she was like four or five now my daughter is older so she is about to turn 12 and let me tell you something that moody shit comes right at like a 10 just 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 walk around with attitude like what the fuck you ain't done nothing today what the hell you mad for (laughs) you went to school oh my bad i ain't asked you to do shit today nothing them dishes in there i did it that bathroom i cleaned it what the hell i'm starting to get her into a lot more chores though a lot more i'm like no you can't just be up in my house doing all types of shit up in my face with a damn attitude i'm gonna make you work (laughs) but i totally feel what you're saying it's uh it's really hard raising children (laughs) knowing where that line is i don't i'm the same way i don't i don't like putting a lot of effort in the spanking i always say i'm a whoop they ass but quite frankly unless it's a whooping ass type of like you putting yourself in danger that's me whooping your ass because you need to know i'm heated i'm not trying to teach you a lesson i'm trying to whoop you behind for pissing me off and getting me all up in my feelings and emotions and not doing what i said that's disrespectful versus you do something and yeah i'm just gonna take your phone away because i know that would be a tragedy to you or i'm gonna make your ass go to sleep i did that to her one night we got to a really big i said girl take your ass to bed we done my hand is not i'm too damn old and you is too damn big fucking my size think i'm about to whoop you and i'm putting you over my fucking knee four <laughs> like hand me the phone go your ass to bed you want to cry your ass to sleep go by i'll put my headphones on put the freaking uh noisemaker on i won't hear shit i think that's enough of talking about uh parenthood for this morning <laughs> so if you want to send feedback on the next episode of ozark black girl couch at gmail.com or comment below on this podcast you can find black girl couch reviews where all good podcasts can be found my social medias will be below as well remember to like share subscribe and until next time peace hair grease black girl magic <laughs>